Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. This is going through the Bible in 10, a quick synopsis of the Word of God as we traveling down that road on that freedom train. <clears throat> as the Word of God is being revealed unto us as we go in line by line, word by word, verse by verse, as we see in God reveal himself unto us in a most powerful, powerful, powerful way. As God is showing himself unto us in application, in revelation, in interpretation. As we spend in three minutes in each section and one minute to wrap it all up. As we chuck it on down that road on that freedom train as we pull it up at the station at Genesis chapter 3 verse number 21 and the word of God simply says unto Adam and unto his wife the Lord God made coats of skin and clothed them what a powerful, powerful verse. Now let us unpack this verse and see what thus saith the Lord for you and I. The Bible says, and unto Adam. If we're talking about Adam, the first creation of man for which God had made the first Adam. He says, and unto Adam, and also and to his wife. So God was, the father was addressing Adam and Eve, him and his wife together. Now he said, he's, now watch it now, watch this here, to his wife did the Lord God, that's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost we're talking about, make skins. This is a unique thing. He made skins. Now, it didn't tell us what type of skins that he made. It just said he made coats of skins. Didn't tell us what animal skins that he made. It didn't tell us what type of animal that he used. But in order to make those skins, we know that the Lord had to remove the skins from the animals. And we know that the animals had to be sacrificed. We know that the Lord had to to remove the skins from the animals. So this was the shedding of the first blood in Adam and Eve. Now understand that he made these skins for a reason. The Bible said, and clothed them. Remember, they had already clothed themselves to hide themselves with the leaves that they had made an apron of. But their clothing wasn't sufficient. The clothing that they needed it had to come from the shedding of blood. 
the clothing that they tried to clothe themselves wasn't sufficient enough. So God himself redressed them because of their works wasn't efficient enough for God. They needed to be redressed by God. It has always been what God was doing, not what we were trying to do. It was never our works that was sufficient. It was always the work of God that was sufficient. He redressed them and clothed them himself. And this was a very powerful, powerful understanding. Now, he never gave the type of skins that because it didn't make a difference. What it was sufficient was that the shedding of the blood was the thing that was in core into the core of the matter and that God was the one that redressed them because their dressing wasn't efficient enough. And we wanted to magnify that to be seen that we needed to understand that they tried to hide what they had done by their dressing. And God took off their hiding. God took off of their shame. God took off of their reproach. And he covered them with his dressing. Oh, my, my, my. My, my, my. Don't miss this God covered them with his dressing, with his blessing, his covering, his mercy, his grace. He dressed them. Now, how do we apply this in our lives today? Many a times, we will be going through some things. We will be attempting some things. We will try to do some things to be efficient with God. We will try to work our way into some efficiencies with God. We will try to pray enough. We will try to read our Bibles enough. We will try to attend enough church services. We will try to work in enough ministries. We will try to go soul winning enough we would try to preach enough sermons we would try to wear our dresses long enough or we would try to wear enough ties or we would try not to curse or we would try to do all these things to look the part we would attempt to do all these things to act the part We would try to do all these things to show that we are the part. 
but none of these things makes us efficient for Christ. It is what Christ has done that makes us efficient for Christ. You see, it's what Christ has done and the other things that we do because we don't curse doesn't make us holy. It's what Christ done that brings us into holiness and we don't curse because of that. Because we don't want that filthiness to come out of us. See, it's not what a person takes in that defiles them, but what comes out. And because we have become a part of Christ and because of the love of what Christ has done for us, we don't want that to come out of us. It's not that I don't curse because I am a Christian. I don't curse because I love Christ for what he has done for me. I don't want that to come out of me to misrepresent my love for him. I don't want to go and fornicate not because I am a Christian because I am in love with the what Christ has done for me and I love my wife and I don't want that to come to interfere with my relationship with my God or my wife. So I don't need that. God has given me everything I need. I don't need nothing on the outside. Now what is the great revelation in all of this? It's when we realize that when Christ has covered us, when Christ has redressed us with that grace, with that love, with that mercy, that we do what we do not because of who we are, but because of who he is in us and through us and we do what we do because of who he is then we will begin to embrace and exuberate let things flow out of us because of him It will come all out of us because of him. Not we doing it because we are this. No, because he is who he is in us. And this is why we do what we do. This is why this is going on in our life. This is why we are what we are because of him. Not because I am this, nor because he is who he is. And what he has done for me. And this is a whole new walk, a whole new life, a whole new way of doing things. 
because he has dressed me. He has covered me. He has redone me. And I don't want to change that no kind of way. This is our lesson today.